It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Good evening, I'm George Kurtz, and this is your Fantasy News Update. The NBA playoffs will begin tomorrow afternoon at 2.30 as the Brooklyn Nets take on the Philadelphia 76ers. The Nets plus 195, Sixers minus 245. At 5 o'clock, the Orlando Magic will play with Toronto Raptors. Magic plus 315, Raptors minus 410, Clippers at Warriors at 8 o'clock. Plus 740 for the Clippers, minus 1080 for the Warriors. At 10.30, the late game, Spurs and Nuggets, plus 190 for the Spurs. Minus 235 for the Nuggets. The other four series will begin on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Indiana Pacers at the Boston Celtics. Plus 250 for the Pacers. Minus 310 for the Celtics. At 3.30, we have the Oakland City Thunder. Plus 135. Trailblazers minus 160. 7 o'clock. Pistons at Bucks. Pistons plus 740. Bucks minus 1080. 9.30 p.m. The late game. Jazz at Rockets. Plus 210 for the Jazz. Minus 260 for the Houston Rockets. The NHL game twos tonight in the first round series here. Columbus Jackets against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Columbus won in the first game. 4-3 coming back from a 3-0 deficit. Jackets plus 245. Lightning minus 305. Penguins and Islanders. Islanders won game 1-4-3 in overtime on a Josh Bailey goal. Penguins minus 130. Islanders minus plus 110. Blues at Jets. Blues win game 1-2-1. Low scoring affair. Blues plus 110. Jets minus 130. Vegas Golden Knights and San Jose Sharks over late game at 1030. Plus 115 for the Golden Knights. Minus 135 for the Sharks. Sharks won game 1-5-2. We had one lone Major League Baseball game this afternoon. Chicago Cubs defeat the Los Angeles Angels 5-1. Cole Hamels, eight innings pitch, four hits, one run. It was earned. No walks, six strikeouts, great outing for Hamels. Tyler Skaggs, not so great. Four innings, seven hits, four runs, all earned. No walks, but seven strikeouts. Pujols accounted for the only run for the Angels with his second home run of the season. For the Cubbies, Rizzo hits his third. Wilson Contreras hits his fourth and fifth. Two bombs for Wilson Contreras, continuing his hot start. Bote for the Cubs also hit his first home run of the season. Other games, Detroit-Minnesota was already canceled. That game was canceled yesterday, so there's no uh, no Tigers and Minnesota Twins tonight. But other games across the, the Major League platform tonight, we have the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Washington Nationals. Trevor Williams against Patrick Corbin, plus 160 for the Pirates, minus 190 for the Nationals. Phillies and Marlins, Arietta versus Alcantara, minus 175 for the Phillies, plus 145 for the Marlins. Mets and Braves, Wheeler Right, right, plus 105 for the Mets, minus 125 for the Braves. Padres and Diamondbacks, Paddock and Weaver, minus 125 for the Pirates, plus 105 for the Diamondbacks. Burns and Urias in the Brewers and Dodgers game. This is probably Urias's last start as Clayton Kershaw is expected to take his spot in the rotation next week when he returns. Plus 150 for the Brewers, minus 180 for the Dodgers. Rockies and Giants, Bettis versus Pomeranz, plus 130 for the Rockies, minus 155 for the Giants. In the American League, Chicago White Sox will take on the Yankees, plus 175 for the White Sox, minus 210 for the Yankees. That's Giolito versus Hap. No Gary Sanchez in the lineup for the Yankees tonight. He was placed on the I.L. with a Cavs train. He's expected only to miss the minimum amount of time, but then again, he wasn't expected to go on the I.L. two days ago either. Tampa Bay's will play with Toronto Tampa Rays will play take on the Toronto Blue Jays tonight. Stanek versus Thornton. Stanek will be your opener there. Minus 155 for the Rays, plus 135 for the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays sort of announced today that they will not call up Vladimir Guerrero, even though they've passed that mark now where they're getting gain an extra year of control. Maybe they were serious that he needs to learn work on his defense there. Baltimore Orioles take on the Boston Red Sox. Hess first, Eduardo Rodriguez, plus 210 for the Orioles, minus 260 for the Red Sox. Athletics and Rangers, Fears versus Smiley, minus 125 for the A's, plus 105 for the Rangers. Indians and Royals, Rasco versus Keller, minus 165 for the Indians, plus 140 for the Royals. Last game of the night, Astros and Mariners. 
Miley versus LeBlanc, minus 140 for Houston, plus 120 for Seattle. In news around baseball, Mike Trout uh, didn't play today and won't play this weekend. He's got that groin injury, had an MRI, which shows that the swelling is down, but he's not ready to play yet. So no Mike Trout in the lineup here. Max Scherzer will have his start skipped one day. He was scheduled to pitch tomorrow. Instead, he will pitch Sunday. He's dealing with an ankle injury. Nothing all that serious. The Oakland A's have signed Edwin Jackson. He'll join their rotation once he's fully up to ready to pitch. In the NFL, Ruben Forster will not be suspended for his transgressions last season. He'll be given a two-game fine instead, but no suspension there. The Minnesota Vikings have re-signed Adam Thielen to a four-year, $64 million contract. Chris Hogan has just signed with Carolina. No contract de- uh, details there yet. Yesterday, we heard that the Jets were going to sign Ty Montgomery. Today, that is now official. Ty Montgomery has signed with the New York Jets. The Los Angeles Lakers and Luke Walton have parted ways. No longer Luke Walton coaching of the Lakers. I'm George Kurtz, and this has been your Fantasy News Update. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level three. Let's do this. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Gabriel Morenci, throwing it down. Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. George Kurtz in for Cam Stewart. We just heard from Cam Stewart, who's in Las Vegas, Nevada. And it sounds like he's getting drunk, actually. It's only like 3 in the afternoon there, too, Kurtz, if you put it in perspective. We said, no, no. forget that. Like, I know Cam well. I can tell he was buzzed. And he said, uh, he said, no, I've had three Miller three lights. lights. Which means he's probably out about Six. seven. He double it. Yeah, because he wouldn't. Three Miller lights wouldn't make him talk like that. You could tell you he was a little. Then he sort of reined it in a bit. I'm not saying he was hammered or anything like that, but you think about it. So he already had. He claims three. So let's say he had five. He says he I had three. He had more. Yeah, he said he had three. But think about it. At that time, it would have been like one or two in the afternoon there, right, or noon. He's in Vegas, man. Leave the man alone. I'm having yeah, fun. Thing. Sometimes I feel bad when I'm in Vegas and I start drinking at like, you know, noon or 11 in the morning. Then I'm like, ah, that's what you're there for. Anything right? goes in Vegas. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a problem with that at all. Not in Vegas. I think it's, it's almost expected. That's why I did Atlantic City uh, last week as well. It took a couple of weeks ago when we were in Atlantic City. The second day I started drinking, basically, it wasn't that bad. Maybe it was at about 4 o'clock. Pretty good, actually. It was on the East Coast, but 3 or 4 o'clock, I figured, ah, screw it. Screw it. Uh, somebody's asking if they have sports books on cruise ships. Now, for the record, I've never been on a cruise ship. Before, I have, not the but ones I've never I've heard on. they have casinos, but I've never heard of a sports book on a cruise ship. Now, I've been on, I've been carnival a couple of times. Not the last, I've been two, three years since my last one, but no sports book. You know what it is too? I, there's not any legality to it. You're in international water. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. They're they're taking the gambling anyways. But. Um, I think it's just a pain in the ass for them to run a sports book and worry about line moves and getting beat and stuff like that when how many people would really be betting on the sports that's, on, on that's a cruise ship, right? The There's thing. not enough volume to make Even it the worth. casinos aren't crowded. Nah, I mean, well, a sports betting, a sports book at a casino generally is about 5% of the sports book's profit only. Yeah, so I don't think there's so that's not, a big rush to do that. Yeah, it's not massive. Like Sports bettors get mad. Oh, how come we don't get treated with more respect? How come you don't get more drinks and stuff? Well, because they don't care. They're not really making much money off you in comparison to everyone else. The biggest money maker in a casino is the slot machines. 
Yeah, the, that's the number the same one thing, right? It's people dropping dropping coins. That's the number one. It's the one number one money maker. You've got the table games that they mostly make money at. Baccarat can be very, very volatile for them. Baccarat's the uh, the game. It's mostly it's uh, very very popular in Asia, and basically like you bet on the house or the player. So it's like a player or a banker. I've heard of it, but I don't know. What they it. call and it's funny too. Like the player or banker, they're very superstitious Asian people when it comes to gambling and stuff. That right? I know. So I watch Filipino. Remember? Yeah. So it's like yeah, as you get into it and. The um, the player is like a nice looking panda bear, like on the table. Different different tables would be different, but it'd be like a panda, like hey, this nice panda bear. The banker is like this dragon breathing fire. <laughs> so you bet on player or banker. I always bet on banker. I figure evil wins <laughs> in a casino. Game time decisions. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Interesting question, actually. Are there sports books on any cruise ships? Um, and you know what? No, yes, and no. Yes, and no. That um, there's no like actual sports books, but it appears as though, and I see here that Carnival Cruise is uh, is working on a sports app. So, like, like I said, like, it, 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 not not enough people are going to bet on a cruise ship for them to have a sports book and operating. I don't know why they wouldn't have a kiosk machine type betting machine, but they're in international, they're in waters, and their deal is it'd be a pain in the ass. Like if they have bad lines and they get beat, I can see why they're not wanting to do it. But I'm seeing here that um, the cruise lines are looking into offering mobile sports betting. It's something that'll come in the future. Here's the problem: though. I've been on that carnival a couple of times on cruise. That's where I like carnival, I like, and I love cruises. They're fun. They're great. They can't even get the sports bar to work. As far as the games, both times I've been there, been no games. Like, because you're in the middle of the ocean, you can't get. <laughs> but you got to think they got satellites and crap like that, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, it's not rocket science. Yeah, they, but they advertise it. You, oh yeah, we're gonna have all the games. You know, I couldn't watch the NFL draft one time. I was there, and the last time I was oh, there. Oh, so they was, say, oh, we have the games. They there. say, and they, and they haven't had it. But I've been told by other people. My sister goes even more than often than I do. That they, it's worked every time she's been on it. That I'm the bad. Oh, well, it's just sort of yeah. Maybe I'm the one who's screwed. You know, because I don't think they'd advertise it. Doesn't well, work. it's the same thing. Like, people always talk about planes and TVs and games and stuff. And every plane I'm on, they never have live TV. Same here. Game or this. It's happened like WestJet used to. I think JetBlue used to as well. But anyways, let's bring in Kyle Anthony right now. You can find him over at wagertalk.com. We talked with Joey Odessa a little uh, this morning about uh, this card, in which we have some really kick-ass fights, uh, especially uh, the main event here, an interim uh, title fight between two badasses who have fought each other before, but Max Holloway's blessed. He ain't the same fighter as he was. Kyle, welcome back to the program. How you doing? 
Good. Appreciate you guys having me on. Looking forward to talking the main event, co-main event. And, uh, hey, it's Friday. I'm ready to go. Yeah, you know what? And even on the prelims, there's some interesting, a uh, couple interesting uh, fights along the way. But let's jump in here. As far as main events go, this is pretty cool. I mean, you got two badass guys, two real, you know, warriors, man. I mean, Dustin Poirier says, hey, I'm going to knock him out. Max Holloway is just another one, another one of the tough Hawaiian guys that, you know, fights above his weight, so to speak. And, you know, I thought Ortega was every, I've under, I've underestimated Max a little bit, you know, thinking that he was just sort of fighting on heart as opposed to giving him credit for his, his fight skill or his IQ, I should say, in which he uses distance very well. He's a very high volume fighter. He is not overly emotional in, in, in the cage. Like, He's more than just a guy with heart, Max Holloway. Very talented fighter. But when I saw the initial line, Kyle, I'm like, man, this line feels a little high against a guy like Poirier. Mm-hmm. But I think the right guy's favored. What do you make of this fight? Yeah, I agree with you. You know what? I actually kind of thought it would be a little bit closer. Um, didn't really think that it'd be that high up. I mean, you've got a current champion, a uh, featherweight champion moving up in weight. And that's really the big question mark here is how is that going to be? How is that really going to the extra weight? And a lot of people are saying, is he going to be the bigger or the smaller fighter? I think this is a great move for him. I think this is a fantastic move for him. I think it's going to help his cardio. I think it's going to help the yep. power in his punches. I think overall, I think it's a great move for him. Yeah, you know, and people thought, oh, he sort of has a perfect body type for 145, but I agree. Mm-hmm. I think he, he's naturally grown into this. He's naturally got, grown into this body, but, you know, we know he can take a shot. He's pretty much the, you know, the, the complete package, but Poirier's been on a freaking roll right now. I don't like discounting Dustin Poirier, but it just seems like mm-hmm. I don't want to be wrong betting against Max again. That's my problem. I fell for it with Ortega. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> Right. You know what? And I fell for it too, to be honest with you. And even with the, uh, the situation that was going on with his health. Well, that's so why, dude. Like, marks. if the guys can right. win with an irregular heartbeat and concussions, then, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I'm not betting against the guy anymore. Right. And that, and, and, and that was really, I mean, you saw how just the difference in skill set between them. But here, I mean, you got Poirier. He's got great boxing, great counter striking, great footwork. And, you know, he's 8-1 and one in his last nine, five and 5-0 in his last five. I mean, a lot of great things to like about him. But it, just like you're saying, I mean, the price is high on Max, but I do like him in this fight. I mean, there's just, I feel, a lot more past the victory. And, yeah, he did lose in 2012 to Poirier. That was Max Holloway's debut. Um, so, a lot, and, and, and Poirier was a top five at that point. So, they were worlds apart at that point. I really think Max is destined at this point. I mean, he has been so focused to winning two titles, maybe three titles. He's young. I like his skill set. His arsenal, I think, is better. I like him here in this fight. I think that, you know, it's going to go far into this fight, but I like Max Holloway. I think that he goes out there and he fights Khabib next. It's interesting you say that. You think it goes far into the fight because I agree. And, um, you know, there's a total one and a half at uh, minus 300 to the over. Obviously, we're not touching that, but over two and a half, Mm -hmm. Is is minus one thirty eight. So I'm not going to say only minus mm-hmm. one thirty eight, but I'm intrigued by that because I do think we can get there. The over two and a half, and quite frankly, I wouldn't be shocked if it did go the distance. And I was surprised to see that we can get plus mm-hmm. one sixty two to the yes that the fight goes the distance. 
And, and I actually saw today plus two fifteen on going the distance. Wow. I think I I looked How at that. How do you not take said, that? I, I, not a heavyweight yeah, fight. Absolutely. It's not Brock Lesnar and uh, Heath Herring fighting. You know, and even that went to distance right. actually. And, <laughs> right, and 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 even with that, I think there's both of these guys. This is such an important moment. They're not going in there and just guns blazing. They're both very very smart fighters. High fight IQ. I think they're really. It's going to be a chess match. There's going to be highlights parts of this fight of course but i think it's got a shot to make it to the to even to uh the decision yeah i, I legitimately do too we're kyle anthony uh you can uh follow him on on twitter mr ufc uh, vegas find him over at uh, wager talk so this next fight's uh fun as well uh, israel adesanya has met every test that they've given him so far but this is it's a step up in class i know he fought anderson silva you know mm-hmm. but anderson silva is 44 years old uh, right now, 43, 44 years old. You know, another really, really interesting fight, and another fighter actually with Adesanya that's very smart. I mean, he's he's been in a million mm-hmm. kickboxing fights before. Another fighter that really understands range very well. But Gastelum's a little rhino fire hydrant dude, man, with a lot of power. <laughs> what 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 do you make of this one with Adesanya? And I see that's lines coming down a little bit. Adesanya minus 170 right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, you know what? With Adesanya, the hype has been just all about him, and you see the UFC is really pushing him. I mean, there's without a doubt, they, they want it. He talks the talk. He does walk the walk. But, you know, he's 5-0 in the UFC. But over his last four fights, I mean, he beat an Anderson Silva, an aging Anderson Silva. He beat a Derek Brunson, who to me is not I don't really think very highly of him. He's two and four out of his last six. So he's nothing that, and that was supposed to be a big step up for him. Brad Tavares, he beat before that. That was kind of, you know, Brad Tavares, flat footed, very slow, you know, you know, one dimensional and, and, and uh, um, Marvin Vittori, which was a fight that I think is a little bit more than you can take away to the Gaslam fight because he is a little bit more athletic, but he had a lot of pressure out on Asanya. And at that point, Asanya, look, there was a little bit of vulnerability there. There was definitely vulnerability there. Gaslam is going to be pushing forward. I like the pressure from Gaslam. I think that that's his one-two combination. He's kind of got that Mike Tyson kind of where he tries to get that center of gravity and throw the two hooks. You know, he's got that power. And I like the fact that, and some people are talking about, oh, is he going to take him down? Is he going to take him down? I don't think that, I think that's a possibility, of course, but I think he's going to utilize takedown attempts to just get Adesanya out of rhythm. And I think that's going to be something just in his mind, I don't want to get taken down because people have seen him down. It didn't, it didn't look too good in the, in the few times that he's been down. And, and Gaslam is not a world-class wrestler, but he's got opportunity to take him down to the ground without a doubt. Um, so it sounds like you think we got a live dog here. Yeah, yeah, I would go, I would definitely go, I'm sorry, I'd definitely go Gaslam here. I think that this is an opportunity where he's going to push forward. I think that his speed is going to be better. I think that even what you saw against Silva, Silva even, when it's Silva slightly pushed forward, and Silva, they were, it was basically a glorified sparring match. I put that, that fight in. It, they had too much respect for one another. There wasn't really much going on. They didn't, you know, no one really went for it. Gaslam is going to be the complete opposite of that. He's going to be pushing forward. He's going to be looking for the kill. And if you compare the guys that Gaslam has faced compared to who Adesanya's faced, and Adesanya, of course, like you're saying, has the, you know, the credentials from kickboxing and all that. But in, in the UFC, I mean, Chris Weidman, Belfort, Tim Kennedy. All right, hang Disney, in here, Kyle. We'll be right Jacare. back after the break here. Hang in here. 
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, level three continues. All right, so as we were saying earlier, the NFL draft Thursday, April the 25th, serious fantasy football players never to really start uh, prepping for the 2019 season. Roto experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best mass-based seasonal projections, rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto experts providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% off at rotoexperts.com or promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. And uh, we want to remind you as well to tune in to Make It Rain with Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network weekdays. Mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. as they start your mornings doing uh, their best to get you addicted to sports wagering. Get all the sports wagering information you crave for the NHL playoff games, NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, and uh, Masters action. And uh, if you're able to watch the show and not just listen, catch the video feed on demand on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page or on your favorite OTT provider. It's Make It Rain on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and FNTSY Sports Network's YouTube page. Weekday morning, 6 a.m. until 9 a.m. And, uh, George, I know uh, you're a regular listener, up uh, bright and early every day? Yeah, 7.30, so I catch the uh, the end. Some of your shows, too. Sound, you sound excited. Yeah, 7.30. I hate getting up, man. I, I have no problem getting up out of bed. I'm, I can get out of bed. I just hate getting up. You know, I'm not so, I don't hit the snooze button. My wife does that, man. I'm a strangler. You know, you're waking me up now every nine minutes. I don't need that. Just get out of bed. The, what's the, the snooze after the snooze? Yeah, she'll do it three, four times. Get out of bed. Just get out. I don't do that. I mean, I, I nearly, I nearly got it. Uh, got caught this morning actually, in which I didn't. I, I don't hit the snooze. I just sort of turn the cell phone off alarm and yes. I, I just sit there after. But uh, I fell asleep again today. I'm like I've been wiped out this week, and I woke up and I didn't know. I'm like, man, might be like, I hope it's not too late. You know what I mean? Like, oh, God, it's 7.50 right now, 7.45, whatever the hell. I had to get out get out uh, pretty quickly. And, um, you know, I've, I've been doing late-night radio for years. I don't mind either. I prefer being up because if you're not, if you're not, then, uh, you know, I don't like sleeping life away. You know what I'm saying? Life's too short to wake up at noon and stuff like that. Oh, God, I haven't been able to do that in forever. Yeah, like, I don't you mind have if kids, you're, not, over, you're not doing like, that anymore. But people that sleep all day, all the time and stuff, and it's all dark in their places, and like, I can't live like that. I prefer, you know, I prefer, like, to get as many hours of the day out of this as I can, but like we said earlier with Merrill, if you don't sleep at all, you you are going to end up dead. So there's that fine line, but what are you going to do, man? You're, I'm, a, I'm a sports talk show host, and unlike a lot of people in this industry that actually don't watch sports, 
I, you know, I got to watch the games. Same here. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I so do. I'll be watching the NBA playoffs. I'm not, if I'm watching a you know, great game between Portland and Oklahoma City, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I got 300 bucks on this, but I'm going to bed now. I can't. I'll be watching a game. And plus, like you said, naturally, we all get into repetition, right? If you go to bed at the same time every night, you'll get used to it. when you get tired. But for many years, I, I used to go to bed basically at like 5 in the morning, 4 in the morning. Or I wouldn't go to sleep. I would sort of, I would expire. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say, all right, I'm going to bed now. I'd basically just wake up like sideways on the couch watching Star Trek at 6 in the morning. Oh, my God. All right, I'll go to bed now. I never really planned on going to bed. I try to be more meticulous about it now, but, you know, I've been in metal bands and late-night talk show hosts for the last 30 years. I'm a night I can't owl. go to bed I'm at midnight. Up. But are you somebody, like, if you're having a good night, you know, you're winning your bets and everything's going well, I'll, st- I'll stay up even later. But if I'm having a bad night, I'm losing everything, you know. Oh, we have Kyle here. Okay, my bad. I'm, I'm, I wasn't sure if we had Kyle still here. Thank you, uh, Yang, telling me five minutes in. But, uh, we, you know, we're going like to have a never. meeting. We're gonna have a meeting, and we're gonna have a new communication system amongst all of us. It's lack of <laughs> communication in the building. I'm not. The Yank still is doing a great job. Not throwing anyone under the bus here. It's on me. It's on me. My apologies, uh, Cal. Just bitching about my lack of sleep. And now the now the NBA playoffs start tomorrow. There's no turning back, bro. With NHL playoffs and the NBA now, and it's gonna be the next like two and a half months, Kyle. I'm gonna be a freaking zombie, man. <laughs> you still don't do you still don't watch Star Trek late anymore what happened no no I do I do I, I I'm not Star Trek but recently I've been watching uh, Alfred Hitchcock in the middle of the night oh god <laughs> yeah, there was a real that, creep- that should put you to bed nicely that there was a real creepy episode the other night too man <laughs> real creepy all right so um before we get you out of here um Eric Anders former Alabama Crimson Tide football player is taking on Khalil Roundtree uh, Nikita Kreloff against uh, OSP. Some other intriguing fights on the prelims mm-hmm. here. Anything catch your eye on, on the prelims? Yeah, the one that I, I do like is between uh, Paulina Botello and Lauren Mueller. And this one here, you got Mueller at plus 144, roughly. You've got Botello at minus 178. And Botello is, is the kickboxer. She wants the space. She wants to, uh, you know, be able to use her range. And her last fight against Cynthia Calvillo and other fights you've seen, the pressure is another spot where she just is not comfortable. And that has been all that Mueller has done. And Mueller has been able to really do that. She's 5-1, and one, you know, very young in her career. But I think that she's got to pass the victory for a decision or a submission. So I do like her here at plus 144. Um, I think that she gets the job done against Patello, who is not going to be ready for, uh, for really the getting in tight and the grappling. All right, so before we get you out of here, uh, i got to ask you here, too. There's some, pretty, there's some, there's some decent names, you know, in, uh, in MMA. Uh, you know, uh, Hooker's a good one. Johnny Walker, everyone loves, you know, the, the Johnny Walker mm-hmm. name, but Boston Salmon? <laughs> yeah. Boston Salmon? Yeah, I don't know. That's one heck of a name. That is one heck of a name. I mean, he's, and, and, if, and if he starts really picking it up, that's going to be a household name very quickly. I, I don't know. I, Kurtz, like the guy's name, that's the fighter's <laughs> name. His first name is Boston. His last name is Salmon. That that does not instill me with fear. Like Boston, well, if you look so what he looked like, you would actually. (laughs) Does Salmon even come from Boston? It can't be his legal name, bro. No. Great name. Great name. Boston Salmon. 
He's from Hawaii. It is his legal name. Oh, that's even worse then. Maybe that is scary now. Now he's now that's scary. <laughs> and this is one of these deals. This is probably why he's so tough and he's an MMA fighter because he grew up with the name Boston Salmon. <laughs> and he's, when he's hanging out in Hawaii, that's, no, like that's, like, yeah. honestly, then, like it's like a, kicking ass. Then. Yeah, it's like a fighter if you found out that the fighter's name is Alaskan Trout. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, with an N in the blue corner, Atlantic Cod, like Boston Salmon. Like wow. Yeah, yeah, and and people like him. People like him to get that victory, but uh, that's a stay away for me. That's definitely stay away. No, they're betting on it because of the name only. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you just want to say you've got money on him. That's How it. No, I, I do. How the hell? Like yeah, yeah. He's minus one forty-seven. I'm in. Yeah, give me. Give- <laughs> Me a hundred bucks on Boston salmon. <laughs> wow, can't beat that. All right, so uh, people can people can find you over at wagertalk.com, um, Mr. UFC Vegas at Twitter, and uh, you know where else can people find you and your videos and everything else in between? Yeah, yeah. YouTube, find me at Kyle Anthony's UFC betting show. I do a prediction show every Thursday, talk about free plays, best bet plays, and then on every Sunday, I also. Uh, cover all of my plays that I discussed on the prediction show, give complete transparency and uh, see what I missed and see what I got. And that's how things go. Hey, Kyle, good stuff. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Kyle Anthony with his wagertalk.com. I'm sorry. I can't get over the guy's name. Boston Salmon. That's not really, that's not he, unless he changed it that way. Then it would be his legal name. There's no way he was born that way. Yeah, no, it can't be. No. Boston Salmon. I don't even like salmon. I don't mind salmon. I'm not a fish guy. I prefer steak. Give me a nice fillet. I, yeah, I, I get it, but salmon's good for you. I'm sure it is. I'm not eating it, though. I had grilled salmon. Uh, I'm married with children. What do I care? I had, uh, what's that? I'm married with children. I'm not looking to live forever. <laughs> well, you want, you're looking to live shorter, actually? Uh, I've heard George tell his wife, get the hell out of the bed. Oh, he's he's like, I'm married. I don't really want to live a long time. Sounds like you got quite the life going on over at that compound there, Kurtz. Just don't hit the snooze button, man. I hate Oh, I hate waking up like 20 minutes earlier than I have to because she can't, you know, ding, ding. Oh, it just drives me insane. Boston, like, I've never, I've never heard, I've never heard, um, I've never heard the name Boston as a name either. My oldest daughter's Dakota. Yeah, you see, that's what I'm saying. There's Dakota. And we, we were going to name, uh, if I had a boy for my second child, we were going to name her Dallas. Him, Dallas. You really were. Listen, I'm Irish. Uh, Dallas is an Irish name, actually. It means wise. And so we were going to name uh, Dallas if it was a boy. You know, we decided on Madison for a girl. Well, I, I shouldn't say we. My wife decided. Now, people, there's, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of lists as great as nicknames of all time, but actual names. I've never, I've never known or even heard of you know, anyone anywhere named Boston. Um, like, the, you know, Chan Sung Jung, he's the Korean zombie. Good name. Boston Strangler. He comes out to uh, zombie and dun, 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 you know the cranberries. Uh, we had Vanderlei Silva, the axe murderer, good name. Natural born killer, Carlos Condit. Ian McCall had one of the best ones. Uncle Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not one I want to have. No, it's <laughs> Uncle Uncle Creepy. Uncle Creepy. All right, we'll get uh, we'll get back to the phone lines after this uh, this break uh, here. And uh, we'll get into the picks. We got some baseball force. George, we're taking a break here in a second, but on the other side, you got some baseball force. I'm sure I do. Would you like? Would you like it now? Um, the NHL starts 
NHL starts in about 25 minutes. Tampa and Columbus are the first game up, guys. And we'll also tell you about Saturday's NBA games. We'll jump in here. I'll tell you who I like and why I like uh, what we do in the NBA playoffs. There's our boy Jay Slickpick. Says Boston Cod would be more appropriate. Yeah, isn't salmon Cape more Cod. of a Pacific thing? That's what I was thinking. That's why it doesn't make sense. But Cape Cod, sure, for Boston, that makes more sense. Uh, the guy's name is Boston Salmon, he's but from he's Hawaii. from Hawaii. What do they have, Mai Mai? Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Good job, Yang, to uh, Matt in the pit uh, as well. I think it's a full house down there. Natalie, Yang, Matt, you got Kurtz, Cam's in uh, Vegas. It's our final segment uh, of the week uh, here. Uh, so we'll get, we'll get down to business. We'll get to our picks. Brooklyn Nets, man, and the Philadelphia 76ers. It's going to be a fun series. I think Philadelphia is going to get more than they expect. They probably know Brooklyn are going to be a bitch to deal with, but I'm telling you, it's. I think Brooklyn can be, take this series like seven games. Bob in Vermont has been uh, patient. We appreciate the patience. Bob in Vermont steps up and in. What's going on, Bob? How you doing tonight? Hi, Gabe. Hi, George. How you guys doing tonight? Doing all right, Bob. Doing all right. Um, been a long day. We've been in the hey, studio all day. You. I know you've been. You must be tired. It's catching up. We're all right. Catch it up to us a little bit, but uh, just sort of, you know. I'm taking the Islanders tonight. Yeah. I'm going with the Islanders to beat the Penguins. All right. You're going to be and wrong. The Penguins I are going to win. The Nets will win tonight. The Nets are playing no, tomorrow. Oh, Rangers. Uh, no, Islanders are going to win. Nope. Nope. And the Nets play and tomorrow, Bob. Let me give you my baseball picks. Yeah, all what? right. Nets win tonight. We'll have a story. Okay, yeah. I give you three, like you always ask me. For Did you three. hear what I said to you, Bob? That the Nets play tomorrow. Yeah, they play. They win tomorrow. All right, definitely they win tomorrow. All right, Bob. What are your baseball picks? Yeah, I'm going for the Nets. Yep, um, and your Toronto Raptors are going all the way too. I think they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're a tough team to beat. Okay, I'll take Colorado over San Francisco tonight. All right. And then I'll take Minnesota over Detroit. Oh, that that game's postponed, so good luck there. Postponed, yeah, Bob. It's rained out. Oh that no, day. okay, I didn't. Uh, okay, I forgot they got. Yeah, they, they were supposed to get snow over there too. Sounds like you did a lot of research okay, with these think, picks. We got I one postponement and one game is tomorrow. It was postponed yesterday, by the way. We knew about this twenty four hours ago. I think the Kansas City. Wilds over the Indians. Huh? At least you can't lose and the bat. Seattle over Houston. What? <laughs> and, and who? See, you got Seattle over Houston? Yeah, and Kansas City Royals over Cleveland Indians. Royals over Cleveland. Keller versus Carrasco? I'm not so sure I'd go in that yep. direction. See, listen, but Seattle's a no, big one. All right, have a good weekend, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, they. Made a winner's Okay, that's all I'm on. Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay, Gabe, have a great weekend. Thanks, Bob. Well, that was. Bob wants to, I don't know how long he thinks he's going to be off for. Well, he wants to do a whole segment there. I kind of like the over. Listen to what people are playing. I like the over in the Houston-Seattle game. I'd, I'd take Seattle plus 125. I got plus 120 here. Uh, Battle of the Wades. I don't trust either one of these guys. I listen, I would keep on riding Seattle right now. I'd keep on riding Tampa right now until they, they lose. I mean, Tampa and Seattle have been the best money-making teams in baseball. Why, why get in front of it? Yeah, Tampa's hard. Once again, uh, they're playing Toronto, a team that really not very good. Thornton's pitching for them. Once again, not very good. Uh, they're going with an opener in Stanek tonight. Like I said, I would um, – I don't, I don't like – I think the Blue Jays have a puncher's chance when Stroman's on the hill, when Shoemaker's on the hill, when um, even when Aaron Sanchez is on the hill. But now you're getting into the back end of the rotation here. Is the reason they suck. Yeah, and we talk about this too with the Tampa Bay Rays. The um, – the, when Stanek starts, it screws teams up, man. I don't, the, I don't understand why. I really don't. Because they they don't see the same. It's like they see multiple pitchers in the same game. Shouldn't have but, the you, know, you know the deal. Hitters like to dial in yeah, on a pitcher. It's all right. He threw me this last time. He's going to do this and all that other stuff. You don't know what they're going to do. You don't know what they're going to do. And you don't. And I get you're, you're going to play, you're going to hit better against him the second and third time you see a yeah. pitcher. I get that. But still, you're going to see this guy in the second. One thing we game. can't dispute, though, the Tampa Bay Rays, they're like, th- I think it's 36 and 23 now or so, 36 and 24 when they do this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very stu- They're the ones that started this, and they, they've stuck with it. It's worked with them. I'm surprised more teams aren't doing it. You and I say, all these, so many, how many bad teams there are in baseball, right? There are a ton of them. Well, generally, you're bad because you can't pitch. You don't have pitchers. So why are more, I think more teams are going to keep doing this in the next couple well, of years? Well, Milwaukee did it in the playoffs last year, if you remember. They did. Council did it, which was crazy, even in the deciding game. Bullsy. He's, like, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with the, you know, with the committee here and do this. Problem is, when you do that under pressure, it, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself as a manager, George, to make the right decision all the time. Yeah, which guy do you bring in? Do I leave this guy in an inning? Do I give him two? Do I get him out? It's like you're... It's like playing a lot of hands of blackjack in a row. Eventually, you're going to screw up. You know I agree. I, mean? I agree. That's, there's a reason why they want to deal as many, you know, have more hands, uh, more hands as possible. Uh, but so as far as so the Brooklyn Nets, I'll agree here. And I've been saying this all week. The Brooklyn Nets, very resilient basketball team. The Philadelphia 76ers. We don't know the status of Joel Embiid. I'm going to assume that he's not going to play because they're not going to want to. They're not going to want to lose him after one game. But Philadelphia might win this game tomorrow, guys. I really do believe that the Brooklyn Nets can cover the number here. Getting seven and a half, you can buy a half a point up to eight points. As I've talked about continuously, if the Philadelphia 76ers are up by ten, if they're up by twelve, then Brooklyn won't quit. A lot of teams will say, "Ah, we're done." They don't. They don't. They just keep popping threes at the end of the, at the end of these games. I'm taking a point with the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow. As far as the Raptors are concerned, the Raptors have been money burners in Game One of playoff series historically. All right, like a lot. Like the Raptors have been in the playoffs maybe like 13 times in 25 years, or 14 times, or 15 times, whatever. I think they've won like three times the first game of a series. They always lose the first game of a playoff series, it seems. Yet, they didn't always have Kawhi Leonard on their team. And the Raptors are the best offensive team in basketball. They're going to show this. I think Orlando could, um, I think Orlando's in a little trouble here. 
I don't like laying eight and a half points. And you'll see, it's not just because it's the Raptors. And number one, the Raptors aren't good favorites. They're money burgers. So, I have a problem with this game. You know, the Raptors are minus 390 on the money line. I think they're going to win, but what do you parlay it with? Like, I, you know, the Golden State Warriors are minus 1,100. You're not getting anything on that parlay. And then you got, uh, you know, the Denver Nuggets are minus 235. I'm not even sure the Nuggets are going to beat the Spurs in this game. And then you got the Thunder and the Blazers. It's basically a toss-up pick them. So it's, it's kind of been tough if you like the Raptors. Do you want a lady eight and a half? But I think the Raptors will be winning this game, and they'll be up by double digits, but Orlando might backdoor it. You know, the Raptors aren't losing the game. It'll be a different scenario. I know our boy Bruce Chad, who's in the chat, said he likes Orlando in the first quarter. I'd be a little careful about that, too. Orlando have like zero postseason experience. I think they could be in tough here. I just wish we had another game to parlay it with. I might have to roll this over in a Sunday and find something. Or, geez, I'll find another sport game. But the, the Clippers and the Warriors, this game, the total is 232 points. Now, I don't want to lay 12 and a half points. I tend to believe the Golden State will probably murder them. Um, the total is 232 points. It's freaking high for a playoff game, guys. Same with the same with uh, with Brooklyn and Philadelphia. Stuff slows down in the playoffs, and and it's not as it just slow down, but the Clippers and the Warriors. This game could really be a blowout. Let's say you know the the Warriors are up by twenty points early in the fourth quarter. Then you get garbage time, bench time, and it's not as brisk. It's not as a quick pace. I'd be very weary of uh, of betting on the over that game. I like the under. I don't love it because I always lose when I bet on unders, but I'm looking at the under, the Clippers and the Warriors. But uh, probably my best bet tomorrow, and I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'm not putting $5,000 on the game, but I'm thinking about going like a nickel. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, 500 or maybe, you know, 250 outright and then another 250 at a parlay to try to juice it up with something, maybe with the Raptors. That's actually what I'll do. I'll play the Raptors and the total. And then, uh, and if I get it, then boom, I juiced it up. There we go. Now, now I'm got Now, now we're talking. Now we're cooking. The play on words, Kurtz. <laughs> so Raptors minus 390, money line. Over in the Spurs Nuggets game, plus 139. Now we're talking. I like take a, it. Take a notes. I got notes. Yeah, I like it. Why not expand if I like them both? Raptors win, but it's minus three ninety. So I'm not going to bet three hundred ninety dollars to win a hundred. I'm not going to bet. Uh, I'm not going to bet seven hundred eighty dollars to win two hundred. So I'll pop the Raptors on the money uh, and on the money line. Parlay it with the game that was my best bet that I wanted to put like three five hundred bucks on uh, at two eleven. And now suddenly I have this at plus one thirty nine. That's that smart gambling, Kurt. How you maximize, you know the the risk reward, so to speak. Yeah. And so you, it's, uh, poker has a very similar thing. But when you're supposed to go all in, when you're supposed to put money into a pot, even though you might be slightly behind, but there's a better chance of winning, and it's yeah. more of a payoff. It's, it's, it's amazing exactly though the doing. plus money stuff. Like last night, we hit the Leafs plus one twenty five, and we hit that parlay Capitals and uh, Flames. The Flames, yeah. Plus one forty six. Only two wins. Just going two and zero. Oh, very impressive because of the plus units on it. Like a big difference, you know. Like I've, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've gone six and four before and won less money than going two and zero oh at uh, with the underdogs. Like that's why I like these underdog parlays or the the, the favorite parlays, but they get into plus money. Or in hockey, 
You're taking a shot with the underdogs. And the dogs went three and two in uh, on the first night the other night. Yeah, as Cans would say, the uh, dogs, are, the underdogs are eating. Probably tonight in the NHL. I don't feel as strongly about anything as we felt last night. Me neither. I mean, I, I do. Or I should say, Pittsburgh. I, no, I didn't love the games last night, but we happen to go two and zero. Oh. It's the way it works. Yeah, but we we liked we didn't like the the amount we were paying on Washington. But I think uh, if I remember correctly, as the show went on, that price was going down. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, but you weren't you weren't in love with it. You wanted you were going out. You weren't want to bet. I it. didn't bet it. Yeah, I liked the Leafs, but I was like, I don't really love the Capitals. I don't really trust the Flames. But in the end, I ended up pulling the trigger with both of them. Uh, but there's nothing there's nothing tonight that I'm not straight the games. I mean, I do like Pittsburgh. I think I just can't see them going down too. Well. I think they'll play a better game tonight. I think they'll score some goals tonight. And the Islanders. This this. Smells like a four-one game to me, Pittsburgh Islanders, Tampa Bay and Columbus. I feel the same way about Tampa, but Columbus is a good team, so I'm not touching that. St. Louis and Winnipeg. I like the under, but I don't really like the game, and I like the under in the Vegas, uh, San Jose, also. But I need to see I need to see Vegas play well. This has been almost two, two, three weeks now. They yeah. played poorly now, and I don't know if they're gonna. Can they just turn that switch now? Game one, they couldn't. I was on Vegas in the under in game one, and I lost. So I don't, you know, I'm, I'm I can't really abandon ship because it's gonna piss me off if it both hits tonight. I'm going to go with the under, and I agree with what Cam stated, in that Vegas were very sloppy in their own end. They, they, you know what, George? It looked like one team was playing a playoff game and the other team was playing a regular season game. Agreed. That, that's a good way of putting it. That basically, it was like Vegas wasn't ready for what, what was uh, coming. You know what I mean? It was like they were surprised that the game was as fast as it was. Which I don't understand because they're a fast they were in the team. Cup. Yeah. They're a fast team. Yeah. So they were they were a step slow. They were caught off guard. I think they'll be more responsible tonight, which doesn't guarantee that they're going to win the game. But I will go with the under six and a half. Hockey tonight, what I'm doing, I'm going with the Columbus Blue Jackets plus the puck and a half. I think it'll be a close game. Maybe maybe Tampa bounces back and wins. There's no way in hell I would lay the, uh, wow, it's up to 310 right now. It's up to 310. 320. Wow, it means every Susie Housecoat and Johnny Puckhead are all betting, oh, Tampa's got to bounce back. 260 on Columbus, though. But I'm, I'm, I'm not touching this. I just I don't feel this game. I'm taking the Columbus Blue Jackets, plus a puck and a half, minus 115. Give me the Pittsburgh Penguins, minus 120. To beat the New York Islanders. St. Louis Blues and the Winnipeg Jets, I'm going to go under five and a half in this game. Vegas Golden Knights, San Jose Sharks. I'm going under six and a half. No sides, uh, just you know, just totals in those games. NBA basketball, son of a bitch. The Brooklyn Nets were getting seven and a half, and I guess it must be official now that Embiid's not going to play, even though we all knew he wasn't going to play. Down to five and a half. He lost two points. Ugh. Total two thirty-two. So uh, I still like Brooklyn, but. You know, and for the record, I think this series, too, give me the Brooklyn Nets plus one and a half, plus 150 in the series. So plus one and a half games, plus one and a half games, plus 150 Brooklyn Nets in the series. And we told you our NBA thoughts. I like Brooklyn. I like the better at seven and a half than five and a half, but it is what it is. I think the Toronto Raptors are going to win the game. Um, San Antonio and Denver is going to go over the 211. And uh, I'm sort of tempted by the Spurs plus five and a half, but I'm not going to do it. So what do you got, George? I'm so similar to you. Oh, the only thing I'm not doing in hockey is I'm not touching Columbus, Tampa Bay. I'm taking Pittsburgh as well tonight. Already just uh, texted that in last break. Uh, the over-under in St. Louis, I'm leaning towards the under there. And I'm hitting, waiting, waiting to hit send here. I don't know if I'm going to go for that, but I like uh, Vegas and the under tonight as well. So I'm very similar to you other than the Columbus, Tampa Bay game. I just, I just can't pull a trigger there. 
And how do we not take the Seattle Mariners at home? Plus 125. I don't care they're playing Houston. I like the over. I took the over in that game. I just, uh, the, the LeBlanc and mine, I think the runs are going to be scored there. Both teams are hitting well. I'll tell you what, if they, if they play well, if they take two or three even, are people going to have to start paying attention if they're 16-3 and three after the weekend? I want to see what happens. If two months from now, they're playing well. This team traded out. Are they going to trade back in now? That's what I want to say. They don't need to trade back in. They're oh, winning with the team they have. They don't need to trade back in. They're not going to win this game by 20, uh, 20 games. No, this division by 20 games. They'll need to make some moves. They're running away with it, Kurtz, right now. These games count. They do. Listen, it was important. We're going to bitch in September, right, if you're a fan. Oh, we would have oh, won no, this game but I'll put it April. this way. They, they win enough games. Dude, they'd have to lose like 16 in a row or something. After, yeah, it's a like, long, you don't have to lose 16 in a row. It's a long season. You go three and four in enough weeks. It catches up to you. Yeah, we'll see. See, it sounds like I have a little bit more faith. I don't know, Kurtz. I've just heard this no, all I, week because they keep anything. winning every day. <laughs> I'll ride them now while they're hot. I'll certainly bet them. I'm, not, I'm taking the over tonight. I think they're going to be runs put, but I don't think this uh, lasts. I think the hitting lasts. Oh, I'm taking them. I think their pitching is going to come back way back I'm, down. I'm taking them. Oh, boy, we're in trouble. Looks like the boys in the chat agree with my picks. What up, Gokster? You agree with all my picks. Ooh, that's, that can never be good. But it makes, makes you feel better, right? That, Sometimes. That, that, that can never be good. I don't want to hear everything that your picks suck, which of course happens at times. All right, so um, Major League Baseball is in full swing. Swing for the fences, Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto FanDuel or DraftKings millionaire maker tournament or become one of the countless people that have won uh, a lot of money, uh, you know, thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands, all kinds of different prize uh, uh, categories. Uh, you, get, uh, you get access to the Daily Roto lineup optimizer. If you're playing Major League Baseball DFS and you're not using DailyRoto.com, you're an idiot. You're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, the use of the lineup optimizer that will produce millions in winnings. That's FNTSY, 10% off over DailyRoto.com. Good job, Kurt, uh, this week. Thank you. In my pleasure, Gabe, anytime. Cam Stewart will be back on Monday. Other than that, you are on your own.